And... Uh, a lot on our plate. Yeah. First of all, you, we started off the day with the news that Barry Bonds has been convicted of construct, obstruction of justice. Boy, there goes that mercury in retrograde. Can't even talk. But I wasn't expecting any kind of conviction, actually. I really wasn't. Um, I kind of have said many times that I feel like either you got it go after his entire generation mm -hmm. or let it be. But the jury felt otherwise. In fact, one of those perjury charges, they were 11 to 1. So they came really close to convicting him of perjury. But even obstruction of justice is a felony. Yeah. Well, you know, Dominic, I, I believe just because of the magnitude and how he's going to be seen in the record book, books with, you know, the home run records, um, you know, I think that the people that were going after him, the you know establishment, had to get something um, to be able to put an asterisk by his name. So, um, you know, one thing that I, I believe that the sporting industry kind of, in, in some regards, kind of came together to help Barry Bonds because, you know, there were some athletes coming forth saying that they did see some changes in his body and things and all that. But no one really came out really blatantly you know, a few guys saying that he actually was on steroids. Even though there's a possibility, you know, that during this time frame, not only Barry Bonds, but there's some trainers who believe close to 65% of the athletes that were playing during this time were taking some form of enhancement dealing with hormones. So, um... To me, that means that the playing field was pretty equal, <laughs> you know, that if everyone was taking it, you know, he created these records with everyone on it. So Does that mean that the other 35% have to be super athletes to compete with 65% of people that are taking juice? Well, no, I think that the 35%, um, you know, make either a health choice or a financial choice. Um, these steroids that these guys take these days, they're not cheap. I mean, they're very, very expensive. So, you know, not everybody in professional sports is making the, you know, the hundreds of millions of dollars like the Barry Bonds and some of these other guys are taking, I mean, you know, making. So um, some guys make a choice financially, you know, and then some guys take it, you know, you know, believe that that steroid is going to really do some damage. There's really, there's a lot of information out there that if you take steroids, I mean, there are some tremendous side effects, and athletes are conscious of that. So I believe that 35% either made the choice not to because of health reasons or financial reasons. Oh, I wish I could do steroids, but it's too expensive. Not in my budget. Exactly. <laughs> Imagine that conversation with yourself. Well, you know, eight women and four men. And, I mean, I can kind of understand, even though I disagree with singling out Bonds, I can kind of understand how they came to this conclusion, because what they said right. was that he was not forthcoming with the grand jury, and he right. was kind of slippery with them. Well, right. I didn't I didn't do it, I didn't, I did it, but I didn't know, I, you know, um, and so, you know, they're saying... And, and the jury was clearly impressed by the fact that these other ball players came out and, and testified against him, which, you know. But you know. They called them heroes. Yeah. Well, they, you know, he knew that, though. These guys, believe me, that, that came and testified, they already had talked to Barry Bonds about this. I mean, all believe me, all of this is orchestrated amongst the players themselves. I mean, um, he knew. He knew. 
you know, who were going to come out and speak against him. Um, and there's many reasons for that. But, you know, the bottom line is that I hope that this ends this chapter, you know. Um, you mean for Barry Bonds I, for or for Barry, baseball? For Barry Bonds, because as far as steroids and taking supplements and things that are going to enhance performance, that's going to continue. You know, as long as, you know, these athletes are being paid the multi-millions of dollars for what they do on the field. You know, one great year can, you know, increase their salaries in, in endorsements, you know, you know, in jersey sales, some of the things that are directly attributed to them and them helping their families. And I believe these athletes will sacrifice themselves for that to get that, you know, because you don't have professional status before a short time. Well, here it is. They're saying that the federal guidelines for conviction... On this charge, 15 to 21 months in prison, but they are expecting Bonds to do home confinement and not actually go which to I, prison. Which I believe is fair. I believe it's fair, you know, because we know more athletes than Barry did this. I mean, you know, they're going to use him as an example, put it on the books that he was convicted of something in regards to this steroid thing. So they get that. And then they can move on. So now, really, to me, it should be about monitoring and seeing what these athletes are doing from this point on and manage it. Because we don't know the true super side effects of what these steroids are going to do. You know, all you got to do is go back and look at the uh, West German women and, you know, how they came out of their steroid uses that they had in the early 70s. I mean, not only their own physical ailments, but their children being born. I mean, there it's been some tremendous and horrific side effects of uses of this. And the government of Germany at this time, when they put them through this, they've given them a, a settlement of $10,000 for them changing their bodies to perform just in the Olympics to sprint. So... Right now, it should be about how are we going to help these athletes kind of get the same kind of performance, but without doing something that's so drastic to their bodies. Well, 30 athletes were summoned by the grand jury. And so why do you suppose that Barry Bonds oh, cause was singled out? I mean, I know that he's the home run leader. Yeah, it's... I mean, the babe. You know, he, he supplanted Babe Ruth. Even though Hank Aaron... Hank Aaron is the home run king. I really think that it's to have two black men established in the record books in a sport that's considered for a long time a white man sport. For them to have, you know, the record of home runs in a year and record of home runs in a, in a career, that damages their vision of how they perceive themselves in a sport that they feel they're dominated. So that's why they go after him. And he was not always, for, you know, a, a great personality, you know, to, to the people, to the people around him. He's, he's a great friend. But these are the images that they don't want to present from the black athlete standpoint. They want to have someone that works more with the system. But, you know, one thing that Barry had, you know, Barry had a dad that played professional baseball and his uncles I mean he had people around him that taught him the sport so he looked at the sport differently than a lot of young athletes he had more when he was there so he could choose to be a little more aloof in those things when he was interviewed so that 
made the media hate him. Yeah, I mean, I know he wasn't popular with the press, and I clearly, you know, it's still in sports, race plays a role. But you also got to wonder about him. I mean, they say that he came to the attention of federal prosecutors because he did a commercial or a company that sells steroids to athletes. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm back to the... That's pretty stupid, too. Yeah, it is. I mean, Dominique, but you, I can take you back in history and look at, say, for instance, the Denver Broncos. They were um, endorsing a product there. Um, you know, I believe it was a, a supplement that dealt with the company EAS. But this, this supplement that they were using was causing the athletes to suffer major dehydration. And from the dehydration, they were creating injuries and about 11 players in one season suffered injuries based upon dehydration that actually ended their season the team the organization endorsed the product so you know no one went after them mm -hmm. you know i mean that's what happens i mean not all these athletes do the research behind what they're taking they take it because the organizations that are around them say hey this is a great supplement to take you know, athletes in the NCAA in high school can always send whatever the supplement is to um, a testing site, and they can tell you whether or not what's in it and if it's approved. You know, the NFLPA has a place that you can send a supplement and you can get it approved, but not everybody do that, you know? Well... Let's uh, and you know we want to hear your reactions. We want to hear what you want to talk about. Let's talk just for a moment about Kobe Bryant. He got fined a uh, hundred thousand dollars yesterday for dropping the f bomb, the other f bomb, yeah, the anti-gay one, yeah, uh, towards a referee. Which you know, of course, that's inappropriate. We, he's a superstar. We don't want to see that. But I gotta wonder. Is that rare? I mean, I'm just thinking no. of street ball and no. games that I've been to, and that being one of many popular uh, euphemisms or epithets. And I just don't, I don't think, you know, I'm the first one to defend gay and lesbian, transgender, bisexual. I, you know, everybody's got right. But we're talking trash talking. Yeah. It's, to me, that's part of every game. I'm like, I am not at all shocked. Are you shocked? Let me know, 520 KJLH. And should we have an across-the-board $100,000 fine for everybody and maybe send it to some human rights organization? Because I somehow, I, I'm just wondering why it came to our attention. Because I hear those tossed around all the time. Back to back to that image of that black athlete. That's what it's about. You know, I mean, that goes, look, Kobe Bryant. Is one of the best basketball players in the NBA. He's a face of an organization, a team, a system, all of that. When they start getting tired of you, if they want to start moving you out and moving other guys in, they can find anything and everything to start diminishing that persona that you have. That's what this is about. You know, this is the changing of the guard. So, you know, I don't really want to talk about this too much because, you know, I we're not there. We don't know what this referee said to Kobe to bring him to that. And... You know, well, he's it apologized it to for. You don't LGBT, uh, you know, organization, to a gay rights organization. Instead, he didn't have any personal ill feelings toward gay, lesbian people. And, I, you know, obvious. I, to me, that's obvious. I just, I just think that, you know, I'm not saying that I want him to go around saying that, but 
to me, that trash talking about any group pretty much is part of the game. And where's somebody getting fined for the N-word? Because right. we could be handing out a lot of $100,000 fines about that. But you know what, Dominique? I, that's okay. You know what? I, I really, you know, Dominique, I like to talk about the athletes that aren't getting paid. Kobe's getting paid to play. So, you know, he can deal with the consequences of that from a standpoint that he has the financial support to do it. I want to talk about this this past um, month, we had the NCAA basketball tournament. Um, and there's two stories that, that really kind of shocked me. One was dealing with the NCAA tournament alone. The, the 68 team tournament generated through just television revenue $700 million over the three week period. Now we look at all of these athletes. Wow, that's a lot of money. All these athletes that participated and made this event, March Madness, this incredible show for us. These are college students considered amateur athletes generated that kind of money and they won't see any of it. Then the other thing is an example. Here's another example in that. VCU had a coach, a black coach, young guy, shocker smart. He was he took a team that was barely made into the tournament. He made it to the this week 16, I believe the final four. And because he's a high, you know, um, caliber coach, VCU, which is not a very large university, his salary this year was three hundred twenty-five thousand, and in one because of what he did with this tournament, Dominique, his salary is now one point two million dollars to coach at Virginia Commonwealth University. Not to say that you know it's not warranted because he is a great coach. What I'm saying is that the amount of money that the coaches, even the black coaches, are given to coach these athletes at an amateur level, there's so much money being generated out there, and these young athletes, student athletes, don't see it. See it. That's my issue. That's what I like to see the front page listeners talk to me about. I'm not going to go on my rant, because y'all already know that I think that's just, it should be illegal for people to be working, because those are, those are jobs and not getting paid. Period. And, you know, and there's no way that they can devote the kind of time that they need to devote to have the top-level achievement as students while right. having that right. demanding of a job. So they need to be paid and or, I say and, given the opportunity that when their eligibility runs out, they get a couple more years to finish up school on full scholarship. Well, there's a whole bunch of, to that. But let's go to some callers, Dominique. We got Ron from Santa Clarita. Hi, Ron. You're radio free on 102.3 KJLH. Ron? Ron, are you with us? Hello? I guess we lost Ron. Let's go to Jay from Gardena. Hi, Jay. You're on the air on the front page. Radio free, 102.3 KJLH. Hey, Dominique and Coach. How are you guys doing today? All right. Good, How are you good. doing? I just wanted to comment about, uh, you know, Kobe being fined $100 for uh, the gay slur. Um, I actually um, think it was appropriate that, you know, they find them and find them that much because, um, I mean, these guys know that that's a no-no. I mean, Coach, Coach, you might remember, like, Tim Hardaway, like, uh, some years back yeah. when he was on the radio ranting and, you know, throwing out slurs. Like, they totally cut him off, like, from, uh, like, you know, doing NBA, uh, being an analyst and doing talk shows. So, I mean, these guys know that that's a no-no. And this year, with them beefing up, the players talking back to the refs and arguing with them, I mean, Kobe knew better. I mean, you know, 
So him actually going after refs like that and actually saying that, it's like, you know, he just went a little bit over the top. Right. So, I mean, I don't I don't actually see nothing wrong. They're like, you know, they're trying to let, let him know, like, look, you can't do that, and especially you can't say that, I mean, out of all things, because you're mad because the call didn't go your way or, you know. Right. And many of us who watch Kobe know, you know, Kobe wants that Jordan, you know, so that Jordan, that, you know, that, that kind of Jordan thing where he gets cut, he gets blown on, he gets foul called, and if he doesn't, he's, he's always over the top anyway. So right. I, I think it was appropriate, and, um, you know. Well, well, just to make a quick comment, you know, just to, what a year ago, where the referee was was sentenced to um, kind of point shaving and kind of working with, you know, these slanting these games. And in his book, he talked that there were there were 26 referees that he knew were involved with doing the same thing he did with slanting games. A lot of times these athletes are out there playing and then, then the referees are slanting the game. You know, frustration does build up. I'm not justifying what Kobe says, but, I mean, there's a, also a backstory there, you know, that we also may not know. So, you know, let's just support your brother and hope that um, he can come out of it all right. I also, Jay's got a point. I mean, $100,000, what is that, like his gum money? That's <laughs> not that's, really, that's, that's not a big, I mean, yeah. That's, yeah. that going on one night hanging out with his boy. So yeah. I yeah. yeah, I mean, relativity, you know, for us, it's a lot more than it is for him. Yep. We got Hakeem from Hawthorne. Morning, Hakeem. Okay. Hakeem, why is everybody hanging up on me today? Right. Debbie from Col from Culver City. Yes, I'd like to say, I don't know why the television cameras are always focusing on these athletes. I, I'm not a television person, but when I watch those games, you have to know that that athlete is going to say something. I played in high school. Everybody's played sports. Everybody gets angry. But why does our TV media put that camera on that athlete right after something egregious happens? You know what? I've always wondered I mean, that, too, because even though the audio's not there, you can tell what cuss words they're saying. There's so many F-bombs dropping. I'm not talking about the gay slur. I'm talking about the other one on every single game. And then you wonder, you know kids are watching. Why are you focusing on their lips right now? That's not just black athletes. That's everybody. Like that. Well, you don't think that's the way they kind of use the, you know, their power to kind of manipulate the image that they want the athlete to have? Because you got to know they're telling. Who's them. they? Are you talking about the TV well, producers? Producers, the NBA, the... the NBA, the organizations. You got to remember, it's it's still it's still reality television. Yeah, but you have a director sitting in a control room. That's a live exactly. show. Exactly. Go to camera two. Exactly. You know, pick up camera pick four. Up. That guy is not an NFL guy. He's just he works for some network. That tells him what to to focus upon in the game. But we got DC and Hawthorne. Hi, DC. Welcome. DC. Yes. Hello. All You're right. on the air right now, Good morning, sir. sir. Hey, how you doing? I just wanted to make a comment about the student athletes. Um, before I used to think that they should have gotten paid, also, but when you really think about it, these kids are getting a free education. They a Sometimes. lot of those kids, especially the black kids, they come from nothing. A lot of them come from the, you know, from the inner cities, and they're getting a full ride. Everything's paid for. Yeah, the, the, it is kind of, um, the colleges are kind of uh, exploiting them in a certain way, but at the same time, they're getting a free ride and an opportunity to make money in the future. Maybe, because a lot of those people get injured or they won't be able to play at a professional level. So, so I mean, Steve... Uh, <sighs> 
So you're so talking about maybe not in sports. Maybe not in sports. sports you're talking about using any any kind. If if in any fact if in fact they're lucky enough to get a degree because a lot of college athletes don't and there's no guarantee that you will get a degree because if you lose your eligibility to play, you don't still get to finish at school, which is you right know now, but that's the choice that's the that's the well, chance you're taking, well, but well, still I, okay. that we'll agree to disagree. So, because you're giving me the opportunity to speak on the mic, that should be enough for me. I don't need a check. If no, I work, no, no, I'm no, supposed no. to get paid. They, they get they get all their books paid for. Okay. They get all their meals paid for. Okay. They get clothing. Mm-hmm. They get a, a housing, a full. Well, ride. so did slaves, people. you know. But at, at the They same had time, housing, clothing, mad, and food. I'm not mad at the people for taking the money either, though. I'm not mad at the, at the, but the, see, we put uh, them in, take but, the money under the table. But we put them in the position of being criminals, and I, I no, don't think that's not, fair. That's not right. No, I don't think that's fair. Any I, kid, any kid who comes from the inner city, and he's a star player on any college team, and his and a, and a sports um, agent goes and buys his mama house. I don't think anything's wrong with that. I you don't know think what? He should lose his well, his scholarship for well, that. then you you well. know you and I kind of agree. <laughs> Well, I mean, still, still, I mean, you look at, we're just talking about $700 million for three weeks on just television revenue. They said the FBI believed that the the entire tournament itself generated $2.5 billion. Wow. Now, let's just break that down to the athletes. Okay, are they getting anything? And they're not, they're just getting their one moment to shine. What's the song they play at the end of the tournament? And that's not enough for me. Well, yeah. Even with an education. If, even you, with if a you're saying to me that you come from nothing, so that right. means you should be paid nothing? Absolutely not. That's right. If you come from nothing and you work for Goldman Sachs, you're still going to get paid that's because exactly you're delivering right. what they ask you to deliver on that job. But everybody else in the system makes money but the ones that generate it. The athletes themselves. The coaches are getting paid exorbitant amounts. Yeah, I just, schools, you, you're never going to convince me that. Well, we got Ron. I should work and not get paid, huh? We found okay, we got Ron, Ron from Santa back. Clarita. Yes. Ron? Yeah. Take two. You're on. Hey, good morning. Um, usually, a great show. I usually agree with Coach E and a lot of things that he says. But going back to quickly, Barry Bonds, that man had personal responsibility to uh, to talk. When he, when, it, when he got subpoenaed, and he took an oath to tell the truth. That was his moment to step up and man up and talk about what actually happened. He lied, and he tried to cover it up, and he got what came to him. End the story. It has nothing to do with, was he targeted? I don't know. I, I disagree that he was targeted. You know what? Hank Aaron earned that home run. We, we don't even give Hank the credit he deserved because people like Barry Bonds tainted it. Ron, can I ask you one quick question because we are out of time here. Do you think that more people, more baseball players should have been ensnared in this since it seems that whole generation uh, and generations since have been on that juice? Who, who hasn't been ensnared? You're talking about Sammy Sosa, Conseco. You're talking about what's his name? He was a great white hope, McGuire. Um, you're talking about uh, the guy, that, the, the pitcher. All of them, the, the big name players. It wasn't just Barry Bonds alone. Have they been um, to trial? Huh? Have they been to trial? Didn't they go to? They went to Congress just yeah, like Barry Bonds. No, that's did, different they, than a trial. In actual well, charges. the reason why he wound up in trial is because when he was before Congress, he lied. He covered up. But he's there, not the only there. one that lied. A lot of them lied. I'm just saying. I'm well, just who, asking. Who was the other person that lied? All of them lied. 
because no, no, Maguire no, came back later. Uh, Mark Maguire just came back later and actually admitted right. that he, he, he lied. On the stand, all of them lied in the beginning. Uh, except for possibly Pop. Jose Conseco, right? That's it. Who's Wrote the crazy. book that talked about it. <laughs> well, uh, we have a jam-packed show today. And we could really talk more about the. In fact, yes. I'm sure, sadly, you won't be here Friday. But I'm yeah. sure we'll talk more about this stuff on yes. Radio Free Friday. You will be Saturday at Zara's Books and Things. Yes, Zara's. I have a book signing, 2 p.m. in the afternoon to 4. Please come out. And also, just to remind the ladies, um, Let's Go Women, Saturday. Saturday morning, Kenneth Hahn Park. Um, we got a great workout ready for you. So we start at 6.45 to 8 o'clock. I'm looking forward to the ladies to get their programs going. So. And the Zara's uh, will also be a free lecture, right? A free lecture along with the book signing. So come on out. I'm excited and always looking forward to talking and meeting you face-to-face. So, yeah, if you want to argue more sports with oh, Coach yeah. oh, go yeah. to Zara's. Right. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be available for that. <laughs> 5.05 in the morning, we'll be talking with Dr. Claude Anderson author of Powernomics. That's coming up next in anticipation of Black Writers on Tour, which is also Saturday. Big week. It's the front page. It's Radio Free 102.3 KJLH.